You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder and host of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform with clients in over 20 Broadway shows and other stages across the globe like the West End, Australia, collegiate theaters, etc., etc. We are your one-stop shop for all things theater and fitness. So head on over to builtforthestage.com to start your one-week free trial on an interactive fitness app. All right, let's get on to the show. A special guest as always. I just saw the show uh, Shucked last Friday. Our guest is a part of that show um, where they're in the ensemble. They covered the Storyteller number two, which is an amazing track, uh, as well as the character Peanut. You've also seen our guest in uh, Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812, as well as Once on the Broadway stage. Please welcome to Bill Fitz Stage Podcast, Scott Stangland. And the crowd goes wild. What's hey. up, Scott? Thanks for hey. uh, thanks for joining me here on the podcast. Of course, man. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Uh, you're going to jump in. Uh, it's a Tuesday, so you're back at it today. Any, like, getting your uh, behind-the-scenes life-together stuff that you like to do before going to the theater? catching up on laundry like what do we do what's a day in the life with uh scott you 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 nailed it there man uh you know we only have the one day off monday and that extends into uh most of tuesday uh until we go back tonight and that is just i'm still i'm still finding the balance between work and life but um that's pretty much all i try to do is laundry errands around the neighborhood and i try not to go into manhattan if I if I don't have to, right, right. Well, Stick around. All right. Well, before we jump on the hot seat, like I told you, we would. Let that's a great topic that oftentimes I speak to uh, with my friends, clients, actors, so on and so forth. That balance of like, my job is so taxing. I only get one day off, and I'm so tired. But yet, like, I want to live my life. But yet, I got things to do. So how how have you been going through that process of finding that balance? I'm still going through it. I'm still trying to find it. Um, it, it so w- we happened to open around a time that the Tonys were coming up, right? So uh, I have opened a, a Broadway show before, but at a, at a different time of the year. So this one was 
unique in that the ramp up to opening is always really busy. You never leave the theater. But um, in addition to opening, the following weeks were this ramp up to the Tony Awards, which was more TV appearances, more rehearsal to change different choreo for those appearances. And we just kept never leaving the theater. And then the Tonys happened. And that was only a few weeks ago. So we're, we're just now um, getting into a point in the run where we have a couple days during the week to ourselves. Like I'm still understudying, but instead of two days a week, we're, we know the roles now and we're, we're down to one day a week. So that, that, that frees up another afternoon for me to get stuff done. Gotcha. All right. Well, happy laundry day to you. And I hope you have a great Tuesday night show tonight. All right, let's jump on the hot seat. Let's have some fun. Gonna put on some uh, cheesy music here. Oh yeah, you hear that? You hear that right there? <laughs> yeah. All right, BFTS hot seat. Uh, first question for you: If you were to come across a movie on TV, what's a movie that you couldn't turn off? Like no matter what, you're like, oh, X Y Z movies on. Got to keep it on. Got to watch it. What movie is that? Castaway. Oh my, love me some Tom Hanks. Let's go, Castaway. Uh, yeah. good chats with Wilson, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, what's a silly fear of yours that you have? Oh, gosh. Um, I, I guess tight, tight places. I don't, I don't think I'm claustrophobic, but um, super tight and packed with people. Got, gets me close got it. I have a friend on vacation in Italy and they just posted a, a story post and the elevator they were on had fit three people and they were like shoulder to shoulder to shoulder. And all I could think about was them getting stuck and how just awful that would be. Yep. Um, what's the weirdest thing in your apartment? The weirdest thing in my apartment? Yeah. What's the weirdest thing? Oh, God. Weird is a subjective term, man. Um, whatever's like whatever that is to you uh, i don't know many people who have this um uh, i'm i'm building a model boat amazing okay so we'll, we'll go with unique that's the most unique thing unique? <laughs> oh that brings me back my uh my dad and i we had a little like uh season in life where we would do like cars i don't we did like a spaceship. I don't know if we ever did a boat though. That's cool. What kind of, is it like a, is it a pirate ship? Is it a naval boat? What kind of boat is it? This one's going to be, I, I've already done the pandemic open to all, all kinds of stuff like this, but uh, I did a, a, a two masted schooner and this one's going to be like a fishing trawler boat. Uh, this is the, this is the cabin for that. It's supposed to go. Okay. And then on. when you're done, are you painting it and stuff? I'll probably do that, yeah. But it's a slow process. It's wood and glue and, and you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very therapeutic, I'm sure, right? That's why I started it during the pandemic. I needed something. Yeah. All right. Scott's a great name, but if you were to able to rename yourself another like another first name, what name would you would you pick? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my parents said that I um they they expected a, a girl when okay. they were not that they found out or anything and nor did they want they just thought i think it's going to be a girl after my brother so um and they'd already named me madeline <laughs> madeline all right that's a that's a good name okay cool cool all right so uh last question on the hot seat and then uh we'll hop off um yeah let's go with this one so you have a time machine and you can go to any decade and any place 
where are you going to go? Say, say that again, any time, any place? Yeah, any decade, like 20s, 30s, 40s, etc. And any like place in the world during that time period. I would love to uh, see how my grandparents met. Apparently they met in a mash tent that my grandma was running and he was a, a wounded soldier in World War II in like uh, Northwest France after the D-Day. Okay, so they were they essentially lived a movie, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the stories I've been told. Amazing. Was, okay, yeah. cool. All right, congratulations, Scott. You're off the hot seat. So we uh, we shook it loose a bit there. Gonna get uh, down to business now. Um, I saw you. You played guitar, or bass. You play bass. I've played bass before. I wouldn't call myself a bass player, but okay. I, I picked it up for a show here and there. You dabbled. I dabbled in bass. Okay, yeah. nice. Uh, would you say the singing, the acting, what came first as far as like arts for you? Um, acting definitely came first. and But before acting, it was music. I've always been playing. I've played piano my whole life, mm. and that was very private. Uh, then in high school, I tried acting, and then it seemed like the natural step was to go into show choir and um, musical theater and 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 that so got it who influenced that on you or were like was that just naturally like oh this is what i'm interested in i want to i want to partake in this i feel like my choir director at the time who led the show choir was influential but you know you see people in movies and stuff mm -hmm. like gene kelly and you go well that's a that's a song and dance man i guess that's what that that kind of performing is um yeah so yeah okay cool popular, popular cultural icons yeah yeah gene kelly was a big one for me growing up gene kelly frank sinatra for sure um all right and then when did you transition to say like oh i think i want to take this seriously like i think i want to make a thing of this career-wise um so i went to college for a trumpet scholarship i kept music going in my life and halfway through my freshman year I was taking a dramatic interpretation class like for lit or theater credit. And like I said, I did it in high school and that teacher really grabbed me and was like, you're, you're good at this. Do you want to do this? And I was like, well, I already got to do this thing in music. I got to play trumpet. And he was like, well, we can transfer your scholarship. So I did that. And ever since I've just been focusing on acting. Nice. Um, went straight into grad school after that because of the momentum of being an actor and Cool. And you went to grad school, like a concentration in acting or what was the. Yeah. I went to a conservatory in Chicago called the, at Roosevelt university. Mm, yeah. Chicago college of performing arts. And it, it was a three year program that's just focused on um, acting. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Wait, so we've got piano, trumpet, dabbling and bass. Any other instruments that you play? Uh, guitar. Yeah. And, um, uh, obviously accordion i played that in the great comet but mm. that i picked up the accordion like in 2012 as a, a requirement for a, a show i was doing at the time and they were like can you do you want to try the accordion and i was like sure and i feel like it's just piano but on its side mm. uh and there was kind of like this false confidence in yeah sure why not how hard could it be and it turned out it was fairly fairly hard but um navigated it pretty well all right, let's zoom in on that. I think that's our first like golden nugget right there. You just said you had this false confidence because of your past with piano. Do you yeah. feel like that success that you had in the accordion was just because of that blind faith that like, I can do this? Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, not to diminish my 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 musical aptitude, uh, but it I definitely had like I I knew I didn't know what I didn't know, and I feel like there's some confidence that comes in that. I just went, sure, let's let's pick it up and see what what it what it was. It didn't intimidate me too much to just say, no, I can't do that. Yeah. Do you ever find times in life where you're you're the opposite, where you come up with ex- reasons why you can't do it and like somehow you tap into that ability or that organic feeling of like trying to t- uh tap into that blind faith i don't know if i'm articulating this right but like do you know what i mean yeah i do like the opposite of that would be i, I think it always has come down to pride and and embarrassment or fear of failure mm. I felt one last year when somebody asked me to, in, in, I was doing a show at Irish Rep and they were like, and here's a part where the, the, the dad plays trumpet and we'll just have you like do a mouth trumpet or something. And I was like, somebody let it, let it slip that I was a trumpet, I played trumpet. And then they were like, oh, well then you'll just play trumpet. And I went, well, let's pump the brakes. I haven't played in a, like a decade. And they're like, oh, you can totally do it. And I just kept put, digging my feet in, like just dragging my feet um, until they finally, I relented. And, and it ended up being such a great addition to the show. And I enjoyed it after I got over that initial. But I, I really held on to, no, it's going to be terrible. Because I think maybe I knew how, I knew how I could fail at it because I experienced not being great all the time at it. Mm. Um, yeah, that when I know <laughs> I'm afraid of something, that's yeah. when I start. To- okay, amazing. All right, so now, like with that experience, overcoming that, and and maybe stuff coming up in the future, or that it's already here, maybe with this show, like covering the other roles or whatever. Have you been able to tap into any like pillars that help you overcome that a bit easier, or is it a brand new chapter every time, and you're just having to? find your your way through it all i think um it may be a slightly boring answer but it's more that it's the uh it's it's a new it's a new approach every time um like i this oh no maybe i'll walk that back i i feel like we can't help but but gather like confidence and in in experience and i've had a lot of experience and so i i rely on well, I've done this before. You know, I've, I've been on a Broadway stage before, so at least I can put that fear aside. Mm. It doesn't go completely away. It's always a little bit nerve-wracking, but I don't, I don't have to uh, hyperfixate on it. And um, yeah, I think it's just a, it's a take it one, one step at a time kind of thing. Yeah, I love what you just said there. Like, okay, the macro, you might have a bit of fear or tentative nature right now, but the micro, you had said in that specific example that I had been on the Broadway stage before. So like, I think that's a great thing for our listeners of like, okay, the overcompensating thought might be freaking you out right now, but how can I break this down into smaller pieces and see of these smaller pieces, what am I actually, oh, I'm actually pretty good at that or this or so on. So love what you just said there. There's power in repetition. Like the confidence comes through reps. I love that you just said that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I've started adding uh, meditation into my pre-show ritual um, to manage a new facet of this career. I, I'd never really experienced anxiety before, but I think post-pandemic world, 
thing like work schedule everything was starting to pile up and i just needed a way to kind of like press the release valve and that to me has been this like breath work mindfulness um before the show and what you said it's like seeing something that you might be worried about and just going okay that's there you you know don't you can't do anything about it just see that it's there and then yeah it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think the pandemic in that way has been a challenge for so many people where in the, in the industry because there was that dead stop. And then when it was time to pick up again, everyone has the knowledge of how hard the career is and what it takes and what you have to put yourself through. And, mm-hmm. the, and the pandemic put a halt to that. So then when things started to open up again, everyone had the, oh, I have to like... Uh, volunteer again to put myself through these this process and and not only put it through the process again but now there's like little different new elements like a lot of a lot more self-taping and yada 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 yeah 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 i i actually am i I might be one of the outliers on the whole self-tape thing i i think it i've I've loved every second. I mean, I don't have to go into a casting office, you know, weather the train. Um, I already have as like a semi, you know, on the side filmmaker or editor and stuff. I like have some equipment and some lighting. I like, it's like a chance to make a little movie Mm. every time I get an audition. Um, I've I've enjoyed that uh, aspect. I know not everybody has the resources or the know-how. I was a bit at, it was a bit in my advantage to get to send off my best take and I'm in control of that. Yeah. Um, so I've enjoyed that. I know that not everybody has. Okay. We stumbled into something there. When did this all happen? Like the, the filmmaking, the, the cinematography or editing, like when did you get into that? That's actually what I wanted to do. Um, I, I, I know we've been talking about theater and my, my, path in that through school but when i went to college and i was uh started to major in in acting i never really thought i would go on to grad school for it i thought i wanted to be a movie producer slash director and i wanted to go to a school that had a film program after i graduated um it was only because i got into a conservatory as an actor that i thought well i could go the actor director route but i don't know many directors that went the director actor route Mm. um so let's do that. I had interned the summer between my junior and senior year. I, I landed an internship down at New Line Cinema, 
um, right as they were coming out with Lord of the Rings. This is back in 2000, 2001. Um, and so that's the trajectory I saw. Now, I never went to film school. I went the acting route, um, but that's never really left me. And, and anytime I get a chance to flex those muscles, I, I do. Yeah. Any like uh, favorite project you've worked on or something you've done currently or in your past that you could share? The, the landscapes kind of changed. I ended up doing like a little, a bunch of like comedy short stuff for like online content um, for friends of mine. We did, a, I think about six years ago, more. No, I have to, we have to add like three years to everything now. Mm -hmm. When I think five years ago, it was actually like eight. Um, back in 2015, 2016, I did a web series that I directed um, that a friend of mine wrote and produced. And um, that was really fun. It was called, it's called Miss Terry. And we only got two episodes in, um, but it was really fun to kind of like, we had just closed once on Broadway and uh, we were looking for something to, to make our own stuff. And she had written this, her name's uh, Erica Walsh and she had written this thing and I was like, Oh, I'll direct it. And so that, that was super fun, but yeah. we didn't do more than the two, the two episodes. Okay, cool. All right. Before we dive a little bit more into shocked uh, to close it out, I wanted to get into like the consistency of your career and like what has kept, what have been some pillars to keep you going the f one foot in front of the other? Like I mentioned before, this career is one of arguably one of the most challenging in <laughs> all the world um, with plenty of ups and downs. So yeah. How do you ride your waves of the ups and, and the waves of, of falling off the wave on the, on the downs? Like what's been something that's kept you going, whether it's a person, a habit, things like that. You know, that's a, I don't know how much time we have left, but that's a, it's a really loaded let's question. Go. All right. Well, let's, let's see where we oh, go. So many facets to it. Um, and it, my dad had been, um, sadly he, he passed away in 2020, not COVID related, but definitely COVID complicated. Mm. Um, and, but he was my like chief champion and, and he always said like, you know, you seem to have a knack for being in the right place at the right time and feeling that kind of support always kept me going. Like it, the, the next job will be this unique experience that'll open up new doors. And he was never wrong. It always seems to happen that way. And so during the, during the downtimes, you know, we're doing our survival jobs and whatnot. You kind of, I kind of just had that nagging suspicion that just around the bend is one of those opportunities that he seemed to believe in. And, mm. um, I keep, I keep that going in my, in my heart. Um, another, as far as habits go, I did, um, I, I stopped drinking about three years ago and that has been huge. I mean, mm. the, towards the end of the pandemic, or I shouldn't say that towards the end of 2020, the, uh, my habit of drinking, which was a, a, a pillar of support in a weird way yeah. of like getting through those downtimes, an unhealthy one, but just became evident to me that it couldn't, couldn't continue. And so now the habit of replacing that with healthy habits, eating yeah. hobbies, you know, what, um, what was that like? First off, um, you know, amazing and, and something that, I know 
so many people could and should benefit from. Um, what was that like though? Those for the first week or so when you made that decision and like, how did you follow through with it? You know, cause we all say I should do this, but we don't. How did, how did you end up following through with that? Like I need to cut this out. Um, I, I saw firsthand the, the, the toll it was taking in my body, which is one thing. And that first week I, I'd gone, I'd done a dry, a dry January before. So I was like, well, let's just give it at least the month. And that was when I have that kind of goal in mind, it's easy for me to flip that switch. Mm. It's the, the switch I don't have. And I recognize is the, whenever I want to, I can stop. But if I have that like hard goal in mind so i gave myself the month okay after that month i saw i felt different i saw these changes and i was like okay now i can kind of put a pin in these positive changes and say i don't want to lose that because i've experienced losing it before at the end of a month you go back to drinking and you're like ugh, kind of feel bad that all this progress was made and i just like tanked it so this time i'm not going to do that and i gave it another month and then it became day to day to day to day yeah, I mean to relate it also to fitness, like to encourage everyone that has really tackled their fitness but then fell off and have been discouraged and maybe never have gotten back into it. The encouraging thing is like you've already proven to yourself that you can do it once and your body also ha- now has the foundation to refer back to. So it's not going to be most likely as challenging to get back to that state that you were in before. Um, something I also wanted to rewind what you're talking about with your dad, which was so beautiful, um, was him just saying like, there's something around the corner or, or, or you tend to keep finding yourself in these good positions. Uh, something I like to say, like affirmation wise is I'm on my way. Like I'm, I'm, I'm headed there. I'm on my way. And what I wanted to highlight was like, the importance of your your people, your tribe, your your support crew around you, like getting those the affirmations. So a lot of us have people in our life that they either are, uh, just put it bl- bluntly, have a a selfish outlook on your relationship and tend to just take and take and take. And then there's also people that just love to speak negativity, 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 but if you surround yourself, like Scott was saying, with people like his dad, like how huge of an impact was that on you? Because you you said like, I'm able to go through because, you know, my dad was so important and he would tell me like, hey, if not now, you always seem to have it come up to you eventually. So, yeah, that was, yeah, that it, was super it, cool. And, and I think dreaming gets a bad rap, uh, but th- there's an element of being a dreamer and and hopeful and listen i have that negative streak in me too there are days when i'm just like this this city is beating me up and what's the point but i guess it's just a matter of focus choosing choosing to focus yeah cool um i've uh written down like six timestamps by now from things you brought up so um all right let's uh take a quick turn to shucked before we wrap it up uh like i said in the very beginning Wow, this show's hilarious. There's enough one-liners to, I don't know, build a bridge. Um, <laughs> like, what was that like starting the process in rehearsal? 
or maybe reading the script for the first time and and saying like this is ridiculously funny like what was that first kind of experience with shucked yeah the the I mean, when I got to audition for it, it I think it was going by Untitled Corn Musical, <laughs> or it might have still had the uh, hee haw connotation, or like uh, attachment, mm. like like the Untitled Hee Haw Musical. But they they quickly got rid of that that relationship, that you know, tie in. Yeah. Um, and I got to read the sides that I was auditioning with, and they were really funny to me, mm. and I. <laughs> And it is a weird sense of humor. It is that like hee-haw type sense of humor, one-liners. Um, but it it jumped out at me, and I was like, "Let's let's give this a shot." Funny story, really quick. That I was also auditioning for Tootsie National Tour at the same time, mm -hmm. and that also had Robert Horn, the book writer. Yeah, Chuck, same writer, right? Mm -hmm. Writer in the room. So, in, for for about a two-week period, I was see, being called back for both of these projects and seeing him in both of the behind the tables and um even going even further i got tootsie i got the offer for the national tour it came in and i was like well let me sit on this because i'm kind of hope i'm hoping to stay in town and do shucked or you know this corn musical my agents were like uh okay well i don't know and sure enough that offer came in and i could tell they were like please do please do the tour it's going to pay better it's not an ensemble role it's a principal role uh, and I sat on it and I was like, my gut is telling me to stay in town and do this new musical. And the biggest affirmation I've ever gotten, Joe, was that, uh, I think like a month later, even with the pandemic, this is before the pandemic was even a hint in our mind, like even hinted at, um, it turned out that the, that the entire tour, the national tour of Tootsie, all the contracts were taken back. And it went non-equity. Mm. So if I had accepted that, uh, then this this wouldn't have been open to me. So whatever my gut was telling me, uh, I felt like the, the the good move. Even though Robert was like, you know, you really made. <laughs> I'm glad we have you, but like that that director wasn't really pleased with me or you because my show shucked took you from that tour. Anyway, no amazing story, and kind of like you said earlier about like the dreamer thing of like, sometimes people, I don't know, making it out to be a cliche or whatever. Same, yeah. same thing with like our intuition. So oftentimes, like if we just could tap into our intuition and just be like, you know what, like this is how I'm feeling and there's a reason I'm feeling this way and that's what I'm gonna go with. Right, right. Um, and, and I don't wanna poo poo uh, Tootsie or anything or that, that opportunity. No. It, it, what a blessing! I've never experienced that before to have two two things come down the line, the pike at the same time. Yeah, it was amazing, but it was a hard decision to make. Yeah, and it's, yeah, like you just, it's nothing personal. It's just right. what for you was feeling right at the moment, and uh, yeah, look how it turned out. So, uh, all right, last thing: Are you able to share your personal favorite line from the show? Like one, like one of your, like the ones that you just. Every time it's said by whichever character, it just. By which character. Yeah. Uh, you know, selfishly, I have I have a, a a favorite line of mine. I get to say every night. It seems to get a bunch of people say it's that it's that um this this may be the expired methamphetamines talking, but thanks for saving the corn. I like I I, I enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and when Robert gave me that line, I was really really. <laughs> 
But I think my favorite line is one of one of peanuts. I mean, there's there's a bunch of um, one-liners in in his little monologues, um, but yeah, I don't know them as a whole because I got to do it. I got to go on as peanut. Yeah, saying those is probably the closest thing I'll ever feel like being a stand-up comedian because mm-hmm. you just get to say, Hey, I think this, and then the co- the audience laughs yeah. and yeah, it's awesome. Amazing. All right, Scott, thanks for your time. Thanks for sharing your story with us. I appreciate you uh, being on the podcast. Thank you so much, man. This was a lot of fun. My pleasure. All right, everyone, Scott Stanglin there. You can follow him on Instagram. It's plain and simple. His name, amazing branding. I'm going to put that in the description of this episode. So make sure you give Scott a follow on Insta and go run and see Shucked. Uh, It is as funny as we're making out to be. Trust me. Uh, If you want a, a, a night of laughter and just a light, enjoyable night, Shucked is the place to be. I'm Joe Roscoe at Bill for the Stage. Actors are athletes. Train like one. Later. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.